Well, hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the New Day podcast. I'm here with John, and uh, we're just going to have a conversation today. And uh, we love doing these probably just because we're, you know, we want to connect with you guys during the week and just be on Sunday. You know, it's really important for us to connect. And so, man, I just want to talk to you a little bit and just kind of hear your heart and kind of what you're feeling like and and what the season has been like for you. Yeah, man, I'm I'm excited to kind of just have a real conversation with you, man, and just kind of talk about life and kind of how things have been. And, um, yeah, I think, I think for me, I'm, I'm trying to think big picture. Um, I think this season has been the most intense year of my life and I'm, I'm sure it's the same for you. <clears throat> I'm trying to think like big picture back whenever the year started and, you know, we had a big vision for the church, you know, so we're, you know, we're pastors of a, of a, of a replant of a, of a new church called New Day Church. And, you know, when 2020 began, we were three or four months in, um, had a new team we were rocking with and we're excited about what God was doing. And uh, our, I think our vision for the year was called uh, Bold Invitations. Remember that? <laughs> Remember yeah, that? Remember those I days? Recall. Um, bold invitations. And, uh, you know, we had a kind of strategy for how we were going to share the hope of Jesus with our community and with the city and, um, just create a great church that, uh, would really help people walk with, you know, with the real Jesus and, um, started off strong. I felt like, but obviously mid March rolls in. And I remember, it's funny. I remember we were in a community group, um, and I think it was, no, it was, it was December. And there was a guy in my group who worked in some engineering industry and we're on my back deck and, you know, cause I've been hearing about the coronavirus or something like that. It might've been December, January. I'm not sure what it was, but I've been hearing about this thing in the news that was kind of circulating and, you know, I didn't think much about it. And then this guy who was on my back deck was talking about how it was affecting his industry. And I just remember in that moment, it got really real because I was, what I was hearing on the news was now impacting somebody in Houston, you know, in their job. And that's when I kind of started kind of taking it more seriously and kind of looking into it more. And it kind of started building up. And I remember bringing it up to Halsey, my wife, who's like a nurse and a medical professional. And, you know, a lot of times medical professionals kind of like, oh, it's not a big deal. These things happen, you know, um, that good kind of make you feel better bedside manner. And it just kept building. And for me, the moment, I remember it was, I forgot what week it was. It was like mid-March. Remember, we were talking about a little bit and then I remember I went to get lunch and I came back. And for me, the moment that I will always remember was when I got on my phone, I was on Instagram and I saw that the NBA had been uh, like canceled. (laughs) Like the NBA was stopping, you know? And, you know, I've been around in this world for 31 years and I followed basketball for probably 21 of those years. And you know, when, when you see something that's never happened, happen, you're like, okay, something's going on here. And that was the moment for me where I was like, oh my goodness, like maybe that's like, you know, like not very professional of me, but I was like, oh, the NBA shut down. So this might mean something for us, you know, like something's happening in the world. And then we started talking that week. I remember that week and we were talking to our leaders and saying, Hey, what should we do? And getting feedback from a lot of people. And it was like one day it was nothing. And the next day it was like, no, we're totally shutting down gatherings. And I, the funniest part, man, I remember was when you remember this, like we were like, okay, we're going to shut down this week because the pandemic is coming, but just to be safe and super cautious, we're going to shut down for <laughs> two, two weeks. weeks. Yeah. Two we're going to shut down for two weeks. Just <laughs> let this whole thing blow over. <laughs> you know, I was like, let it blow over. I mean, just, just, just don't want to risk anything. We're going to take two weeks off and let this thing blow over. And then I, we haven't met set. Well, no. Okay. So, so then we, we shut down for two weeks and then we extended it for several more weeks. And then before you know, we did Easter on the roof, which we can talk about that. 
And then we didn't meet for like three months and then we started meeting again. Um, and then we stopped meeting and, and obviously that's kind of where we're at now. And so I think for us, um, man, just a lot of like my personal life, like you as well, I'm sure it's been wrapped up in the church because mm-hmm. that's, we we're invested in this thing. This thing is so much a part of our lives that, um, I think if I could sum up the, the word that I would use for, for 2020, uh, maybe it's just, um, man, different is a word I would use. And also, um, I don't want to say bad, it's, it's bad and good. There's been really good moments. There's been really rough moments. Um, but just almost like a, maybe like a dream, like you're living in a dream. that's not real, probably because we're all experiencing trauma because of this, you know, in some way. Um, and so it's been intense. I think personally for me, it's been, um, man, I think it's been really difficult on a lot of fronts, but I, I do believe that God has really given me strength. So here's another funny thing. So I was actually supposed to be on sabbatical. Oh yeah. I was on sabbatical. Like, so I've been a senior pastor now for like a six or seven years. And you know, a lot of times every six or seven years, a pastor will go away for a few months and just like recharge spiritually. Cause you're always pouring out to everybody and like, you know, you get some time for yourself to make sure you're okay. And so, you know, the elders of our church were blessing me with a sabbatical three months to be out. And at first I wasn't, at first I knew I needed, I was doing it cause I knew I should. It, it's hard for me to be away and to not work like that. Um, and so at first I was like, you know, okay, I'm not sure. But then I was excited about it. And then right around the time I got excited about it, it was like the Corona hit and it's like, well, we can't do this anymore. And so I thought I was going to be super drained this summer, but honestly, I've, I felt really good. I feel like God has given me a supernatural energy and maybe it's just adrenaline. I'm going to crash here in a little bit, you know, but I felt really good, but it's felt intense. So maybe, 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 maybe a word is different. And then also maybe a word is just a battle, a legitimate spiritual battle, leadership battle, personal battle. Um, I think one of the bright spots for me personally um, has been my my family. Um, I know a lot of people, and I'm sure we can talk about this, are struggling with family stuff right now, like marriages and kids and being together. And that's a very real thing. And Halsey and I, we've had our problems in marriage for sure. But this has been a wonderful season for our marriage. We're mm-hmm. I mean, just in a great place connecting because my wife is pregnant with our third kid. So we have a four-year-old, we have a two-year-old. My wife is pregnant with our first son. And so that, you know, it, it's, you would think that would be a pretty intense season and we're all at the house together. But man, our marriage is very strong. I've spent more time with my kids, which has been a huge blessing. I feel like I've gotten to know them so much more and watch them grow up. And so that, that's been a huge blessing and a good thing. Um, on the church front, definitely, it's been, it's been a huge battle. Um, it's been exciting because I think we're kind of wired for this. We like the crazy, like big move. What are we going to do next? Like do, you know, kind of do something kind of outside the box. But um, it's fun when you're doing that just to be creative. But when it's like, feels like life or death, yeah. you know, it's a little more intense. Um, and then as far as just personally, I, I honestly, and I was thinking about this last night, like I, I don't know how I'm doing right now. Like I don't, I don't feel bad. I don't feel good. Like I just feel like I'm in this thing and I've, I've lived long enough now to know that eventually when this is all over, I'll probably feel some of it more and, and by God's grace, I'll, I'll walk through that. But I just feel like, like how I feel right now, I feel like I'm here. That's how I feel like I'm here and I'm leading my family and I'm leading my church and we're trying to like, um, you know, follow God in this season and be faithful. Um, but yeah, I just honestly, personally, I, I don't really know how I feel. So, um, but the last thing I'll say too, is I just feel very grateful. I feel I've, I have a lot of clarity of like, I mean, 
I believe the Bible more than I've ever believed it in my life. It is so true. All the realities that we're seeing in the world today just confirm that. Um, the people that I get to walk with in life from you guys, I mean, just the team here at New Day has just been a huge blessing. I mean, I mean, we're being the church. I mean, we're in this together. And I can't imagine people that are walking through this by themselves or just with their spouse and aren't talking and being prayed for over by people. Um, so I feel super blessed in that. So it's like anything else where it's like, there's a lot of darkness, but it's all the good things God's done in your life are shining as a result of that. So, so yeah, but what about you, man? What, what's the season been like for you personally, leadership wise, just like in every front? Yeah, for me, uh, I had two real moments probably since kind of COVID started. And the first one was like that, that week in, in March when we were like, you know, should we shut down for one or two weeks and we're asking people. And I think, I think before that, actually, before we made the call, to shut down, I shot a video on like how to, how it was like good hygiene practices, you know, for like going to church, you know, we were doing well, this. Was at, this cause of Corona? Like, yeah, it's cause yeah. of Corona. We were like, Oh, okay. Something's happening. Let's just wash our hands. You know, it's basically what I said. Like we need to wash our hands. We need to like, make sure we like stay apart from each other. And I just remember like, I shot that video. And then like two days later, we were like, you know, like, it, the, you know, rodeo got canceled. NBA <laughs> got canceled, you know, spreading the chair six inches. They can help that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, and so then we shut down. It's been a really interesting season of like, you know, we're wired to, to meet with people and we're like, we're, yeah. we're people, people, you know, and we love to be with people. And so it's been interesting kind of being away from that. And, and I learned about zoom this year for the very first time, you know, Zoom stock. It's like, <laughs> I know all that stuff, you know, and, and technology is just amazing. Like what we've had to like invest in just to make like online church happen, you know? And I, so that was the first real moment for me. And the second one honestly was like when we had to shut down again and go back to online only. Cause yeah. we, we went, we met in person for like three weeks and hey, you, talk, talk about what that was like for you. Cause I remember for you, that was just the context. I mean, y'all probably know this if you know, James, but you're, you're more of like the kind of structure order. Let's do this. Well, let's be strategic. And so what was it like to go from like, we're back to literally three weeks later, we're not back anymore. I mean, I, I, I explained for you, I like get deep on that because that was harder for you than it was for me. I want to hear about that. Yeah. I mean, it feels like Rocky leadership, you know, it feels like we're on a roller coaster and, 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 and you're just afraid people are flying off behind you, you know, as you're trying to make these decisions. And, and, uh, you know, I, I, I think every decision we made has been the best one in the spirit, you know, with the information that we've had, but it's just been really tough for me personally to, to go, Oh, we're meeting again. Then we're not meeting again. And, and honestly, even starting the year bold, like bold invitations. We built this year off of like big gatherings, invitations, you know, we had not even had bold budget, you know, and it's just amazing to see how God has like turned all that upside down. But man, there's been a sweetness, I think, in, in what has happened. Even this past week, you know, you and I going live and, you know, like yeah. meeting in front of people, having like all these people, like having prayer requests for each other. That's been really cool. I think to, to kind of see God shining kind of even in a dark moment, but yeah, it's been tough. So, so, but what about, okay. So what about you personally though? Like get, get to the heart of like, James Yandel, because it's, it's so funny. We're verbally processing this right now because literally, like, I'm not even making this up. Like, when I was talking about this a few minutes ago, I was like, "This this season feels different." And then I was like, "I don't really know how I feel right now." Yeah. Like, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, oh my gosh, that that's where I'm at. You know, what about you, man? Like, be honest, be real. You know, like, how are how are you in this as you reflect on kind of this journey for you and kind of how you're feeling right now? Yeah, I mean, probably inadequate. I mean just feel like your, your leadership is being tested and, and, you know, you're, you're hoping that you're leading people well toward Jesus, knowing that like, there's not a whole lot you can do in the season besides pray, which is a powerful thing, but just, just feeling that like you're failing people kind of with every decision or, I mean, I, I should be reaching out more or, you know, like I'm not reaching out enough to people. 
you just worry, you know, because like the, the Bible says, like Satan is like always ravaging the church, and we we forget that, you know, mm-hmm. and so we put a hopeful spin on the season. But but I just know that there's like family families, marriages, you know, parents, they're all being being ravaged, and it's all pulling people away from Jesus. And, and yeah, that's a good point because then it's like I, I was seeing this too. Someone posted this um, about how like you know this is the greatest moment. Like there probably more people are going through more things right now than ever before. And ironically, this is also the time that we can't get together, you know, or at least that's kind of like the the, the mindset. And so it's like, there's like this sense of like isolation of like, if there was ever like a world event that would require people to really need to get together, it would be this one. But this world event, you know, supposedly requires people to not be together. And so it's like this, it's literally a perfect storm of just, chaos you know and i think i think we can probably both relate with this i think one of the things i'm i'm sensing because you know we've talked about like kind of ourselves but i guess now like kind of what we're seeing and the people that we're around and love and lead is um you know some people you know i, I there's two kinds of people that, that some people are just kind of chilling right now you know like they're like they're you know maybe home life is good and they haven't lost their job and so for them it's not like a break they felt some of it but it's kind of more like yeah we're just kind of riding this thing out chilling other people, man, are, are really struggling. And I think it's either people, number one, who have been personally affected by it, um, maybe because it's impacted their marriage. We know people that have lost their jobs. Yeah. A lot of people that have lost their jobs over this can't pay rent, um, are like negatively affected by this or gotten COVID and had a scare or whatever, um, or known someone that passed away. But there's, there's also people who I feel like are... Um, I think because of the isolation, not able to, to get the help that they need, you know, and, and we're kind of having to lead through that. Um, and so it's like, they're kind of in this crisis moment, but there's not really a, a person to connect with or whatever. And there's like the online has been really good in a lot of ways, but it's just not the same. Yeah. And so I think as we're like leading people, we're kind of sensing that. And I think a lot of people are also kind of at that place where they're like, Hey, when's this going to end? You know? <laughs> But we're just not, it's almost like we have to like, we know it's going to end, but it's almost like we're like, we're, we're going like to full fight mode now where it's like, let's just assume this is never going to end, you know, so we can do what we have to do in the season to thrive. And I think that's kind of where we're at right now, honestly, where it's like, okay, this is not, like, like I said, just cancel two weeks and it's going to all be better. And then I remember thinking like, there's no way like we're going to Easter, like not this. I was like, Easter has got to be the grand reopening, you know? Right. And then that didn't happen. And then we're middle of summer and we opened, I felt like earlier than a lot of churches did and some didn't even open at all. And like you said, did it for three weeks, shut down again. And now we're in the place where we're currently meeting online, excited about that. But you know, it's just kind of raw. Yeah. Well, let's talk a little bit about that. You know, like let's say you can get past the hump of like accepting the fact that like this is this is a long term thing. And I, I think I've come to grips with that. And honestly, I didn't accept that until probably in June, you know, or early yeah. July. And now I'm like, all right, we're going to be doing that. This is life right now. And the, the positive the, the positive side of that is God is is with us and you can still do church even in the midst of this. Uh, but the downside is we do have to be creative and strategic about that. So talk a little bit about kind of how New Day is like approaching that yeah, in this season. So, um, I think for us, um, we the phrase that just keeps coming to mind is how do we pandemic proof our mm. church and what does that look like? And we actually think, man, by God's good grace, I think we have a, a really effective plan because, you know, I, the church was built to be pandemic proof. It was built to be persecution proof. It was built to be able to last no matter what, um, which it has. And that's why it has. Um, and so I know for us, our plan in, for the fall um, is 
Uh, we are committing to like live streaming our gatherings. And so I think before we were kind of pre-recording services and telling people to go watch it like Netflix style, like whenever you want, you know, on demand. And there's some benefits to that. But one of the words we kept hearing from people was like, I feel disconnected, you know, and not like, not, not, not like in a negative way towards the church, but just like, just naturally, I, I haven't seen a lot of these people. And you don't realize when you don't see, like, that's why we gather. Because yeah. if we don't get, that's why the Bible says don't forsake the gathering because you will feel disconnected. And so it's like people feel disconnected, but we can't get in the room right now. And so how do we fix that? So a big tweak we've made, which we just did last week, which has gone extremely well, and we're going to keep doing moving forward, is we are moving to like, we're going to still be online for the foreseeable future, but we're doing a live stream. And man, it's amazing how big of a difference it is when you're on it in the moment with the people, um, as opposed to just like watch it whenever you want it. Um, and so we're moving forward with like live streaming our gatherings. And so I think I'm guessing our time is going to be 10 AM. We're going to gather online and we're currently doing it on Facebook live, but we're also getting, investing in some technology and building some new teams to basically do like more of a kind of a, a legitimate online service at 10 AM together where we can have the service, but also make it so interactive where people can comment in the chat. Uh, the chat's where it's at. It's where oh, we're yeah. rocking. Yeah. But, but as goofy as that sounds, you know, it is very like legitimate because it, it makes you feel connected. And so the live stream, like, so we're going to do an online service, but we're all going to watch at the same time. We're going to comment together. We're going to share it together. It's going to be as much of an online connection as it could possibly be. But then what we're really excited about is we're really um, going, I mean, all in on community groups in the fall and saying that, you know, our in-person part of church is going to be in a community group in the fall. And so you're going to be in a group and, um, that, and, and our groups are going to make their own call about like, are we going to be in person or online? Probably a lot might start online and see if they feel comfortable moving to in person, I'm guessing. And so, you know, it's going to be cool because we're still going to have our online service where we're going to have music and teaching and, you know, announcements and connection and communion, maybe baptism. We'll see, you know, all those, all those really important elements. But then like we're going to have groups that are going to be in home for support and care, but also ideally are going to be in person. And yeah. so which greatly lowers the risk because like people, listen, the idea of going to a gathering with hundreds of people right now is that that stock has never been lower. You know, we always joke about we love rocking the room and that that time's going to come, you know, um, but right now that is totally out of style, you know, but people need connection. And so, you know, that's, that may be dangerous because it, because the thing about COVID is it can spread extremely quick. That's what we know about it for sure. And so the, the smaller gatherings make it to where I think as long as everyone's being safe and not coming, if they feel sick, I mean, it's probably a very low risk, you know, to get it. Um, and even if someone does get it or whatever, it's just one of our many groups, you know, so it doesn't, you know, affect everybody or whatever. So, um, that's going to be the cool thing where it's like, we're going to do the big thing online and that's going to be a cool connection experience, but we're also going to do groups. And so really like there's going to be an in-person element to church, you know, yeah. hopefully, um, but also we can keep everybody safe. And so, but then again, man, you go about to Acts 2, that's how the church met. They met in the homes during the week. Um, and they, they met in the public temple for big, you know, awesome, exciting gatherings and teaching, um, you know, on the Lord's day. And the church is always supposed to be that way, you know, and honestly, probably right now what's being exposed is that people weren't doing that. Like if, if you were not in a group before, you know, um, if you were just like, I just go to the big gathering on Sunday, like you're feeling a lot of disconnection. And so I think maybe it's a reminder for all of us that like, we need to do church biblically because it is set up to be pandemic proof. Whereas yeah. like, you know, casual, I go to church on Sunday twice a month to the big gathering that is not pandemic proof, you know, and that's being exposed right now. So, so, but we're excited about that. I would think it's going to be effective, but what about you, man? What, what's your thoughts on like this moment that we're in, in terms of like kind of our plan and moving forward? Well, really my encouragement is just to just kind of orient 
for, for one, just accept that this is what the season That's looks good. like. Yeah. You know, once you, once you get over that hill, uh, then the Lord can do a work in you. But if you keep hoping that like the cures around the corner or like normality, as we used to know it is around the corner, then I, I think you're going to be living in, in kind of something that I've shared a little bit about on Sunday, just not having joy and just kind of like waiting um, on a circumstance to bring that. And so that's like number one encouragement for me. And then number two is just like orient your life around the reality right now and around like the people of the church and the ways that you can, you know, like you're saying, like it, when times are good and times of prosperity, it feels like church is optional, but this is like the yeah. very time in which like we need it most. And so I would just encourage people to be orienting their, like their time and their schedule around the community that's being offered because this is time we need it most. Like we, we all have blind spots. We're all suffering like in some ways in the season where like sin and the blind spots we have are intensifying like in us and in our marriage. And so we, you know, Satan uses that to his advantage and we need the church now more than ever. So that'd be my encouragement, you know, like in this season to like orient your life around, you know, the Sunday gathering live that we're offering, but also just in a community group getting with people. Yeah. And I think uh, my encouragement is, um, as I kind of reflect, I think the one thing I would say, I think, I think there's a, a good plan in place. And I think if you're hopefully a part of our church or another church and, and there's a plan in place to really thrive in this season, which I think is probably what most people are trying to do. Uh, my encouragement is just, man, we always talk about this is just, man, be positive. You know, like I, I think, I, I think one of the things I see with a lot of people and I feel it in myself, um, it's so easy to be negative. And I just always, when I go to the Bible, you know, Jesus is always saying, do not fear, like don't fear, you know, and the Bible never says be negative, you know, be mm -hmm. bitter, be downcast, you know, it, it always says to be positive. And I, I think that right now, um, because what it requires to be positive in the season is you trust the promises of God more than the problems of the world, you know? And I think a lot of people are being exposed right now where it's like they need the world to be in good shape in order to feel good about what's happening. And we forget that literally Christianity was, or, or the gospel was birthed under the the tyranny of the Roman Empire. Right. You know? And I think that, that that was done that way because if it had been this perfectly Christian environment and totally supporting it, we would have thought like we would have thought oh, doomsday if like our government doesn't support it or whatever. And maybe as Americans, we've even gotten too comfortable with being supported for our faith where Jesus says like the world's going to hate you, you know, and tyranny's going to come and there's bad leaders. Um, but no matter what God has us. And so I think this is a season for a lot of positivity, not just fake positivity, but really saying, you know, I, I believe what the Bible says more than what the world fears, you know, and what the world needs right now is positive voices of hope and like this is our time to shine right. this is our time to be the light you know and probably a lot of us all of us i know are tempted to just be like you know doom and gloom and um and even as christians because i mean we we know that there's problems and sin in the world and so we're very familiar with that but i just feel like in this season like this is the moment when like everyone's negative man if the church is hopeful and positive and optimistic man like we're gonna shine even if you die you go to heaven you know like we like do we believe like we believe that you know and so like this is our time to be the people that are just like man like there's so much good that god is doing and the darkness is only going to serve to that end and so just watch yourself cuz i felt that man dude there, there have been some dark days this year there's some really dark days there have been some days like, like I've been in like ministry. There have been a few days where like, I almost like couldn't leave the office cause I was so discouraged. I was so downcast. I was so just like down, you know, that I was like, I don't even want to go home. How can I engage my family? There've been a few of those days over the span of being in ministry for several years now. 
in this season, I probably had like five of those days, which is a lot more than normal where I'm like, I just feel so down, but I'm always trying to work myself back from that. And so mm. I think my encouragement is just to be positive and hopeful in this season because that's how we're going to shine the light of the gospel. Yeah. That's a good word, man. Like it, it, God's eternality and his goodness like is forever. And the yeah. Bible proclaims that over and over and over again. And a verse I'm personally memorizing, Deuteronomy 7, 9, says that God is is faithful. He keeps steadfast covenant with us for a thousand generations. And so it's like 2020 is a blip to a thousand generations. Yeah. Like he's so good, man. But thank you for sharing your heart. And you, man, uh, man I, I think it's just a recognition that we're all going through it. And uh, that's why God gave us a family and not just himself. Like he's enough, but he also gave us a family on top of that. And so that that's the church. And so I just encourage you guys to utilize whatever church family you have to, to make it through and to thrive in this season. So thank you so much for watching and uh, we'll see you guys next time.